Welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. This week's quote is, we give people this really horrific advice to eat less and move more, and when they fail, we blame them for it. Welcome back to the Keto Camp Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Azadi, founder of Keto Camp. On today's show, we have Dr. Jason Fung, who is a leader, a pioneer in the fasting, low-carb space, and he's going to talk about the failed and much flawed approach of counting calories, eating less, moving more, and how it's just doing much, much more harm than it is helping us in any sense. For me personally, I came out of the personal training space and for years I promoted the eat less, move more dogma and I realized that this does not work. It only works short term, never works long term. And In fact, I've seen a 99.99% failure rate long term. We cannot confuse the body. The body is much smarter than a calculation. You see, the human body is not a calculator. The human body is not a math equation. The human body is a complex chemistry lab, and we needed to treat it as such. Calories are part of the equation, but they're not that important. What's really important is the hormonal and metabolic response from those calories. And in this episode, this quote of the week here from Dr. Jason Fung, he's going to break down what happened with the Biggest Loser contestants. And if you've seen that TV show, it was very popular, and uh, Jillian Michaels and Bob Harper, I believe his name is, He was the. they were the hosts and they were the trainers and they had these amazing transformations on that show and they followed this calories in, calories out approach. But what happened? They all gained the weight back, they wrecked their metabolism and he says there's never a Biggest Loser reunion show. And it's so true. We need to step away from this energy expenditure hypothesis, which is just a huge distraction from what really matters, which is the hormones, which is the cell metabolism. And you're going to love this quote because Dr. Fung is brilliant and he says it better than anybody else could. So let's do this. So the biggest loser diet, despite the fact that we all know it doesn't work, is actually ranked very highly. So USA News, for example, just this past year, put the biggest loser diet at uh, number three for weight loss and number 11 overall. So really a very good diet. And why not? It's a eat less, move more sort of approach, right? Cut your calories in, increase your calories out, and hey, presto, you're going to lose weight. So that's why it does so well, because all the doctors recommend it and so on. The thing is that there have been some studies that have been done on these contestants, and it's very interesting to look scientifically at what actually happens to these people as they do this sort of eat less, move more approach. Now, the biggest loser, of course, is that approach on steroids, right? So you're eating a lot less, and you're moving a lot more. And that's why you get these dramatic weight losses. So one season, they actually took these contestants, made them sign consents, and then actually did metabolic studies on them. And what's interesting is that, at first, it looks amazing, right? And we've all seen that show, right? The before and the after looks amazing. And the studies really bear that out. So if you look at the before and after, if you look at the uh, composition of weight loss, so at week six and week 30, at the end of the uh, show is week 30, you can see that they've lost a lot of weight, right? This is 60 kilograms, right? And this is fat mass. So most of it is fat, 
right? Everybody says, oh, you're going to lose muscle, you're going to lose muscle. No, they're losing mostly fat. There's a little bit of muscle loss, but it's mostly fat. And this is their body fat percentage. And you can see it follows a pretty steady trend downwards. And the average went from 329 pounds to 202 pounds. So an amazing result, right? Body fat went from 49% to 28%. So at the end of the show, you get these great results. You have the end of the show, everybody wins. And they pretend like everything's fine, but we know that it isn't. And why not? What's the problem? It sounds like it should work, right? You keep doing what you're doing, and you'll keep losing weight, but you don't. And the reason, and we've known this for at least 100 years, is that your metabolism starts to slow down. And this is what happened to the metabolism of all these contestants. And you can see in the um, solid bar, that's their baseline rate of metabolism before they started this. And the open circles is that afterwards. You can see that in virtually every case, these people are cutting the amount of calories they expend by a lot. Okay, so you can look at some of these dramatic examples. So this fellow, for example, is, starts out by burning 3,500 calories a day, and he's dropped all the way to about 1,700 calories a day, right? And it's not just him, it's everybody. If you take the entire group of people, the average decrease in metabolism is over 700 calories a day, right? So if you start by burning 3,500, which is a lot, say you start at 2,000, you're going to drop down to like 12, 1,300 by the end of the show. So you wonder why you're not losing weight. Well, it's because your metabolism has slowed down so much that if you're burning 1,300 and you are eating 1,500, remember, that's still a lot less than you used to eat, you're going to gain the weight back. That's exactly what we all know happens. You feel cold, you feel tired, you feel hungry, you feel like shit. And the weight is going back up, right? And that's the problem, right? We all know that's the problem. It's the decrease in metabolism. So you can try to make up for it with more exercise, right? And that's what they pretend that you can do. So you can see at baseline, there's a certain amount which is resting metabolic rate, certain amount of exercise. During the show, they burn a hell of a lot of calories as exercise. You see that they've ramped up, so your total energy expenditure is better. But when you stop exercising for like, you know, five hours a day, then your exercise goes down. But look at what's happened to your basal metabolism. This is your resting metabolic rate. It's already gone down by week six, okay? So don't kid yourself. This is happening all the time. But by week 30, it's gone down even more. And that's the whole problem. You get this metabolic slowdown. And because you're not burning as much energy, you don't have that you know, liveliness. You don't feel very good. And you can see this um, in this graph. You can see this is the biggest loser contestants. And you see that the basal metabolic rate just keeps on going down. But there's a similar extreme measure that doesn't seem to have this problem. And the question is why? So you can look at bariatric surgery. So bariatric surgery is stomach stapling surgery, right? So you cut your stomach into the size of a walnut. You really just can't eat. And you can't eat for months and months and months. And guess what? 
the weight goes down, right? That's not a surprise. The surprise is that it works to keep weight off in the long term. Yeah, there are a lot of problems with this, okay? So uh, let's be clear. I'm not recommending it for anybody, right? But if you look at the resting metabolic rate with a similarly sort of extreme measure, it goes back up. The question is why? So this is another uh, study of the long-term effects of bariatrics. And you can see that at baseline and at follow-up, this is several years later, the resting metabolic rate and the total energy expenditure, how much energy you're burning, has really not gone down, right? As opposed to the eat less, move more, where it's, it keeps going down, keeps going down until you fail, right? That, of course, is the saddest part of all, right? The saddest part of the entire thing is that we know about this metabolic slowdown. This was shown in 1915. So we've known about it for 100 years. What I think is sad is that we give people this really horrific advice to eat less and move more. And then when they fail, we blame them for it, right? And that's basically you're blaming the victim. Because here's this poor fellow or poor lady who's victimized because they're suffering from obesity, from type 2 diabetes. You give them really bad advice, which you know is going to fail, because we've all done it. It fails every single time. And then when the weight goes back, you say, yeah, you should have listened to me better. You should have had more willpower. You shouldn't have eaten that bagel, or whatever it is you tell people, right? And that's really the saddest part of all, is that we try to pretend that the advice that we give is really good, and the failure lies with all of you, right? That doesn't, doesn't make any sense, right? How can like 40, 50% of the population be so morally bankrupt that they let this happen to them? Is it not more logical that the advice that we gave was just really crappy? That seems to me much more sensible. Well, that was Dr. Jason Fung. You could watch this entire lecture on YouTube, type in therapeutic fasting, solving the two compartment problem, Dr. Jason Fung, and it was published from the low carb down under, and he spoke here in uh, 2016, and this was a medical conference. Definitely check out Dr. Fung's work, check out his IDM program. I'm gonna put links for everything that was mentioned in the notes down below. I'll even put a link for the YouTube video that I extracted the clip from. Dr. Fung is going to be a guest on the Keto Camp podcast in the next few weeks, so stay tuned for that interview. Definitely study him. He is a master at his craft and he's helping so many people. If you have not done so already, please rate and review the Keto Camp Podcast, which is the ultimate resource for everything keto, everything fasting, longevity, and beyond. It would mean so much to me, so much to this message of keto and fasting if you took some time today to just rate and review this podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done so already, go to youtube.com and slash keto camp. Subscribe to the Keto Camp YouTube channel. We have amazing resources on there. And lastly, if you don't have my Keto Kickstart Guide, it's a free 12-page ebook that teaches you how to shift from burning sugar to burning fat. You can claim that free download at www.ketokickstartguide.com. Get it for free. I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me, and you'll hear me on the next episode.
This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.